Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Dreams Unlimited Travel Podcast. My name is John Magi, and I'll be your host. And I am joined at the table by our panel of experts, Client Services Manager for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Kevin Close. Ahoy. Back by popular demand, <laughs> agent consultant. For a limited engagement. For limited engagement, limited time only. Agent consultant for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Tracy Heinrichs. Hi, everyone. And back in our production facility. Back in our production facility, we have our producer, Craig Williams. And I've realized I've already screwed up. I didn't tell anybody what the topic was this week. I went completely. I alluded to it. Did you? I said ahoy. Oh, is that what it was? We're going to talk to you about um, 2021 Disney Cruise Line sailings, brand new information just announced, and we're also going to talk a little bit about 2020 sailings in case you are interested. So first of all, we want to welcome Tracy back to the show. It has been, I don't know, five or six years? Seven years, I think. Seven I think years. Seven yeah, years I got the itch. <laughs> seven years of Canadian. Yeah. Hi, everyone. I'm so, good to be back. Welcome back. Good to have you here, especially for the hard ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when people ask questions and stuff, we don't want to do those. You just, we'll bench those till Tracy's back. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's too hard. We'll cover them. Excellent. All right. So let's get started. Big news, sort of, <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Uh, Disney Cruise Line has announced their 2021 sailings. Um, this is the beginning of the year release for 2021. This is what they do every year in that. Uh, in the fall, they release the first part of a year and a half later. It's like math. And then later next year, or earlier next year, they will release the rest of 2021. No. No? See, it's a good thing Tracy's back. <laughs> so what they'll do in, in spring of 20 is release summer of 21. And then there'll be one more release, usually around May. And that one will be the rest of 21. Rest of 21. Okay. Yeah. So they yeah. they do three or four. Usually the summer sailings are the special sailings like the Mediterranean <laughs> and, you know, all of the Norwegian cruises and all that stuff, the fjords. And um, so that's usually what takes them a little bit longer to make those happen. Some of the stuff in the beginning of the year is just the regular Eastern, Western Caribbeans. So those ports of call have already been worked out with them. So I'm going to start by reading some of what Disney has released for 2021. They're very excited because they are returning to New Orleans. Crickets. Yay. Crickets. It was exciting news last year when they announced it for this coming year. But then it kind of fizzled. Like, like They sold really fast. There was limited availability. And... Then, I guess, I don't know, people started looking at logistics. People get nervous sometimes, I think, especially Disney fans, flying into a different port than Port Canaveral where they're used to. And so now you're flying into a different port. You don't fly to Port Canaveral, if anybody's wondering. You fly to MCO to go to Port Canaveral. But I think the logistics of New Orleans maybe started getting people to rethink after they booked. I'm not sure. But they did definitely fizzle out after the initial excitement. Well, the other thing is um, Port Canaveral, has like purpose built buildings and things like mm-hmm. that. It's really it's really streamlined streamlined. Disney's sort of perfected it. Right. I think the other thing too happens with with cruise line and other things too is you have the early adopters. You have mm-hmm. the Disney Cruise Line fans who are like, oh my gosh, they're going someplace different. I can't wait to go. I'm gonna be the first one to do that. And then it takes a little while for everybody else to figure out do they really want to do it? Right. Is that any better? Than mm-hmm. leaving from Port Canaveral, 
to go to the Caribbean as opposed to leaving from New It Orleans. is if you live, live in Louisiana. That's true. And I think we probably see our platinum and gold cruisers jump on those first because they are hungry for something new. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, often – and a lot of people will jump on because they know with Disney especially, those first early rates are going to be the best. So they jump on and then as then think about it later, I think is what happens to you. And then right either change or release. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Disney has written back by popular demand the Disney Wonder will return to the bayou from late <laughs> January through February twenty twenty one with a series of magical voyages. A pair of four- and five-night cruises to the Western Caribbean kick off the season from New Orleans. The five-night cruises include a visit to Progreso, Mexico, a new port of call for Disney. That's where they make the soup, right? That's what I thought. On the Yucatan Peninsula. Um, Three-night sailings to the Bahamas will stop at Disney's Castaway Key, plus a 14-night Panama Canal cruise. Round-out departures from the Crescent City. In early 2021. I just want to let you know I did not write this. You're doing a good job of interpreting it. Am I? Yeah, I love the emphasis you're putting on certain words. Are you? It's very dramatic. It makes the eyebrows go up. It does. Guests sailing from New Orleans will experience the flavors and flair of the Big Easy, both on board the Disney Wonder and ashore. Um, so it sounds like they're going to have some uh, shore excursions in New Orleans, even though that's the departure port. In gumbo at the buffet. There you go. So that seems to be their biggest one. But then they're also going to have popular itineraries from Texas and California. The Disney Wonder will also return to the popular home ports of Galveston and San Diego in early 2021. Um, They try to convince you that leaving from San Diego is a good idea. Uh, (laughs) And then Bahamian and Caribbean cruises, as usual, from Port Canaveral in 2021. They're going to be selling from Miami as well. And in case you're interested, September 30th, 2019, Platinum Castaway Club members will be the first to be able to book these. Then on October 1st, will be Platinum and Gold. October 2nd, Platinum, Gold, and Silver. October 3rd, all other guests. It's interesting that in this list, and I don't know if they just left it out, they didn't specifically mention Golden Oak residents or adventure insiders because lately I think it's not on the list that you're looking at but they have released that as well they put that in there they have as well I think Golden Oak is on Platinum Day Um, and then there's somebody else I think that's gold or silver it might be uh, Vacation Club Vacation Club members might be Platinum Gold so early in the week September 30th um, assuming our show goes up that day so it'll be this week Um, so you know, if you're interested in 2021, we always suggest yeah, book it early, book soon, make sure you get your request in. Anything else we want to mention about 2021? I would just say when you're getting your request in, if you're emailing your agent or submitting a request, especially for these, we need your Castaway Club number. We need dates of birth um, because of the way that these have to be booked for the people with early access. Make sure you're including that number so you're not delaying your own request. Don't switch to me yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just 
taking a quick look at the dates that are released for 2021, depending on the sailing, it could be into through May. Yeah, for so the most part. That's what you're looking at for these. So yeah. if you're holding out for other stuff, not really a, some, something to concern you if you're waiting right. for summer. So we should also add that we don't know uh, summer yet. We're, we estimate usually around March-ish. So it'll be a while before we hear what summer of 21 is happening and even longer before we know of fall 21. We have no further information on new ships than what we've already you know, what's already been out there. There's mom. I know I'm getting a lot of emails about that. We just don't know. There's nothing. I think was it Jan- January 22. They mm-hmm. said was going to be the inaugural right. of the first ship. At this point, there is zero information about it, right. where it'll go, where it'll be ported yeah. out of yeah. home port. So, you know, we'll keep an eye on that for you. And of course, I'm sure that's going to be huge news. Mm-hmm. So probably be before we yeah, even Disney will probably mention it once or twice. So we also remind folks that, 2020 cruises are still open, mm-hmm. still quite a bit of availability out there. Yeah, it's not too bad, actually, as well as, you know, fall of 19. You know, there's still some stuff out there for this year as well. So, um, that's like that a Disney cruise mind. at Christmas. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, there's, if you, I'll kind of give you a rundown if you want of where each of the ships are going, 1920. Uh, because it used to be very simple. It used to right. be you just knew they were here and there. Uh, now, you know, the Wonder and the Magic especially, they move around a lot. So forgive me, I've written it down just so I can keep track of it all. So with the Wonder, um, late this year into early 20, it's going to be sailing at a Galveston. Um, it does Caribbean itineraries at a Galveston. It's then moving uh, to San Juan to do some Caribbean out of there early in 20. Then off to New Orleans, as we had talked about with 2021. Um, from there, uh, there's a Panama Canal that will take it into San Diego. And San Diego is where they do the Baja and the Mexican Riviera stuff out of. Uh, from there, it's off to Vancouver, doing those two Hawaii sailings. Uh, those have been pretty tight to get on. They sold pretty early and stayed sort of full. There's still the odd availability that we see open for that. So if you're still interested in one of the Hawaii sailings, get in touch with your agent and uh, have them keep an eye on that. Um, and then after that, um, it's Hawaii, then Van- and then Alaska for the season, and then at the in the back of the year, it kind of goes back to San Diego and Galveston. So that's what the Wonder's doing. It's sort of all over the place, as I said. The Dream, it's doing the three, four night Bahamas, kind of all the way through from Port Canaveral. Next summer, they're doing some five nights with the double dip at Castaway Key. Those are very popular. Um, also, there's a lot of, I don't know that Disney's made an official announcement, but it looks to be about a block of a few weeks in October of 20, where everybody's assuming dry dock. Uh, we also have the Fantasy picking up some Bahamas sailings at the end of next summer into the into the fall. So that's kind of the assumption being made. There's a short dry dock for the dream next year. Uh, Fantasy is, is doing the seven-night east and west stuff, um, as well as those three-night and four-night Bahamas, as I mentioned. And then the magic, same as the wonder. It's sort of all over the place. So it usually starts the year doing Caribbean Bahamas and a Miami. Um, and that's doing it late late this year into early next year. So if you're still interested, there's definitely some availability still left on those sailings. Um, and then it goes to Europe for the summer. That's pretty typical. Does a transatlantic on the way there and then one on the way back. When it comes back from Europe, it's going to be out of New York for a little bit. So doing Canada, it does those seven-night Bahamas where it comes down to Florida and does the day at Disney. Um, and then it's doing a little bit of Bermuda before it comes down to Florida. And then it'll do uh, the transatlantic. Atlantic as well back. So late 20, it's 
going from San Juan to the Caribbean. And then at some point, it'll be back in Miami, too. It kind of seems to be its home base. So that's where all the ships are. Still still lots of availability for 19 into 20. I know a lot of people are waiting for the new ships. Um, but those prices, that availability, it's going to be big dollars. Um, that first year or so, that ship is sailing. Yeah, that ship is going to be very yeah. popular. Yeah, so just keep an eye Except for a new ship, except for when a ship comes out of dry dock and they add something. I don't know that people sail Disney for the ship. They don't really. I don't think. It's really not like other cruise lines that way. I think Disney stays pretty consistent across the four ships as far as quality and service and each ship having, you know, a little bit of variety as far as restaurants and shows. And, you know, I think there's probably just as many people who prefer the classic ships as they do the newer Dream and Fantasy larger ships. It's all about destination. It is. Because of where those fun. ships are going. Or, and a lot of, I can't believe how many people tell me they don't even get off the ship. That Disney is one of those that pe- a lot of people really sail for the the ship being, you know, the adventure. The onboard ship experience. Yep. Excellent. want to remind everybody that Dreams Unlimited Travel, we give everybody a shipboard credit. If you book your Disney Cruise Line sailing with us or any cruise line sailing, um, and that is directly related to the total amount of your cruise. And also everybody gets our things you didn't know you needed to know to have gift bag. That's not how you say it. Is that the official name? No, I was just going to say, that's a little clumsy. That's the the name in my head. The things you didn't know you needed gift bag from Dreams Unlimited Travel. Um, What else do we want to talk about Disney? I mean, I think we're talking about... Uh, we don't know what 2021 prices are yet, obviously. Mm-hmm. Disney has not released those. We can't book those. We can't get those for you. Assuming that there's probably going to be an increase. Oh, yeah. They always increase by something. There's always something. Uh, opening day or opening week price, depending on the itinerary, sometimes those first-tier pricing stick They stick around for a while. It's usually something new or special that gets a little crazy. If you want a suite, those tend to go quick. Um, so I would say grab those waiting on Disney for the price to go down is kind of not really a thing unless you're a last minute traveler, you know? So like right now, if you're sitting here thinking we should go on a Disney cruise, I wonder what's available this year. You may find some deals this year with those, you know, we've talked a bit before about those guarantee staterooms, the VGTs and things like that, where you're kind of just, you know, getting a last minute sale or promotion on what staterooms they have left. Um, if you're military, they offer last-minute deals as well as Florida resident. There's also some Canadian resident specials out there right now, 20 or 25% off certain sailings. So there are some deals to be had right now, sort of last-minute. The risk in waiting for those is that we don't always see them with Disney. And they're not usually for school vacations. Right, exactly. This is you're going to travel you know, the first week of yeah. November. Ch- chances are this is not summer and Christmas. Right. Um, the or other, Easter or right. any of those. That's exactly true. So these are kind of the – and these are the ones that they're having trouble filling. You know, So they're not doing this because, hey, we love our Disney fans and we're going to give them a break this week. It's going to be – this is you know, look next month. We still have cabins on A, B, and C. Let's fill Where them. Where can we plug people in? Right. And some people will find that those rates that they're getting last minute were very comparable to the people who booked opening day or opening week. So it's the, you know, the, the price kind of goes up a little bit throughout the middle of it. And then at the end, they're like, oh, we better go back to that tier one pricing. And so it looks like a great deal. No one should ever bank on that. No. No. This is never a guarantee. And you yeah. should keep in mind, too, that Disney usually reduces the price when other folks, when people who have already booked, are in the cancellation window. Yes. So that if you say, well, why don't you just 
applying my dis- this discount to my cruise. First of all, Disney does not let us do that. You With can't two just, exceptions. You can't. Well, let me say you can't yep. really just apply a discount. And second, we people say just rebook it. <clears throat> Excuse me, but if you rebook. Then you've got to pay the penalty. So, yeah, uh, with your exceptions. Yeah, and so you can, and that's like John is saying. You know, people say, you know, these IGTs or OGTs come out. Well, I want to change to one of those. Disney doesn't allow that. It's a new booking only. Um, the only exceptions where we can apply an existing biz- or discount after the fact is Florida resident. They still let us do that, and usually these Canadian resident offers they'll still let us do that too. But if you're a military, if you're looking for an IGT or anything like that, those are new bookings only. And by the time, and none of none of these discounts are combinable with an onboard offer. So sometimes your onboard offer is right. is a better deal. So there's a lot to factor in, and you know your agent can always help you with that and figure out. There used to be other resident discounts. There used to be yep. Georgia and stuff. Do we see those anymore? It's been a long time. You would even think. You know, sometimes with the Galveston sailings, like that they would do Texas resident discounts, or but we don't really see those. Um, I think the Canadian discount offers we see when our exchange rate um, has kind of gotten to the point where it's not very favorable for us. So I think Disney sees a drop then in the amount of Canadian travelers. So they'll give them a discount and you know, on other things sometimes too, but to kind of equal out that bad exchange rate. Hmm. That's interesting because we're seeing now the euro is suffering against the dollar and a lot of folks are saying they can't afford to come to Disney like they used to from England and um, other European countries. I wonder if Disney will start offering them discounts. Disney kind of already does. The UK gets a lot of discounts and things that we are not available to us to sell stateside. So in the UK, sometimes they have a promotion like they'll usually see a free dining promotion mm-hmm. in the UK. So I was over thinking a more year about cruise before. Line. But even with cruise Do line, they cruise um they're yeah, they will sometimes have something specific to that area that has to be booked there. But as a U.S. agent. As a U.S. agent, we don't have access to the U.K. We can do the Canadian resident stuff. We can't do the U.K. and Europe stuff. I like the idea that they're tricking Brits into free dining on a cruise. Trying to get them to come <laughs> yeah, that way. They are. <laughs> and your tickets are included on yeah. a cruise line. Just so you know. <laughs> No, they're smarter than that. Yeah, it was me. That was a dumbass saying it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What else do we want people to know? Are we excited about 2021 sailings? Um, the first half, the first quarter of the year is really never that yeah. exciting. Every once in a while, they'll throw us a loop and give us something new that people get excited about. But it's a lot of kind of um, what we would expect. It's the summer that usually the excitement happens. They try to mix up some of the European itineraries. or And for a long time, we never knew each year, you know, is the magic going back to Europe? Is the wonder going to Alaska? And I think we're fairly secure now yeah. that they're doing those markets. I was excited last year or the year before when they announced the Canadian cruises. Mm-hmm. Because we had cruised to the Caribbean mm-hmm. often, yep. I thought this was a nice change. Um you get the all the, the luxury and perks of the cruise itself, but you got to go to places that... I went to places I had never heard of. Yeah, me too. I went to places you never heard of, and you <laughs> no, live there. It's true. It's and true. I thought that was great fun. Yeah. It was like exploring a whole new part of the world that I hadn't ever been to before. Right. And in the fall, they kind of do that. You know, in the fall, they're doing the Bermuda stuff in New York. And I think the New York sailings are exciting for people... In that area, there is nothing kind of exciting about sailing under the bridge, under the Verrazano Narrows. And you know, you guys are used to to doing this, where it's nice to sail from somewhere you can drive to. 
Yeah, and that so is true. very few people in my part of the world get to experience that. So, you know, that gives you, it adds a whole different relaxing element to it when you can just drive to port and leave your car and. We we live in John and I live an hour from uh, Port Canaveral. Right. Uh, one of the things we were talking about was people having a little hesitation about flying to different ports. I've not done most of them, but I can tell you, out of Miami, it is very easy to yes. fly into Miami and get to the port. That is super easy. They're really close yep. together. Um, New York City was easy to say. New York City is easy. Yep. New York City. Uh, uh, maybe it's easy because we're familiar with these places. And when you're not familiar with the destination, it seems a little more daunting. Well, the nice part is you can always do Disney transportation, right? Disney Cruise Line transportation. So you can always take the worry out of it. Now, I'm a believer that if you're going to a city you haven't been to before, you should get there a day or two early and sort of see some of where you are. What do you think? You think we should do a New Orleans sailing? No, I've been to New Orleans. There you go. <laughs> right to Kevin at Dreams on the New Travel. Yeah. I'm gonna, John. John will hate New Orleans. He's never been there. And I just know him. It's usually hot and usually humid. And he's not going to he's not going to thrive. <laughs> <laughs> and I understand sometimes Bourbon Street gets a little crowded. Is that true? Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. With people drinking. Some of my favorite vacations with you is when John hasn't thrived. <laughs> <laughs> John's failure to thrive usually is <laughs> entertaining. Usually, very entertaining. Do I have do I have meltdowns or do I just cocoon? What happens? Um, usually, it's cocooning. Every once in a while, there's a meltdown, but it's it's usually pretty mild, and you're usually pretty good at doing it in private. And then I just get the after story. <laughs> I don't often get to witness the meltdown. Oh, that's sad. That's sad. I would say a lot of New Orleans. I, I, I but I don't. Here's my honest opinion. For us to sail to New Orleans, other than Progreso, Mexico, which has me, my interest peaked, <laughs> um, it, it's just the sailing from a different port. It's not that different from what I could right. drive right. to Port we Canaveral. We might as well just go, go to New Orleans and experience the city right. and then that right. do something else. Right. Right. We would, should try and go there on the coldest day of the year. Okay. Bigger than that. But other than that, I don't think you know. No, no big surprises in this early release. It always happens this time of year. It's kind of what we expected it to be. I think the, the same other thing is apply. like sailing out of New Orleans. That takes for people who live in that part of the country. That takes the price of flying out of the equation. Absolutely. It, it, it's a you know it's it's kind of like getting a discount. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, that's is. what they tried to do with Galveston. Galveston mm-hmm. was going to be we were going to get that part of the country because then people were looking for drive cruising and things like that and i think it didn't really pan out the way they were hoping i think the problem is there's other cruise lines in galveston that have been doing it for a really long time out of galveston and their price point is usually quite a bit less than what disney's price point is well the other thing is um and i am not saying anything against galveston but sailing out of new york city new york city is a tourist destination unto itself so there are people who might say well i'm going to sail out of new york because i'm going to get to see a broadway player i'm going to get to see the statue of liberty i don't know that Galveston is that level of tourist attraction. Definitely not that level. My understanding is it's beautiful there, that it's a very, um, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, very scenic. scenic, Very, but it's very pretty there. There's, like, beaches, and it's a beautiful area. But I wouldn't compare that to New New Orleans or New York City, which are destination cities by themselves. And I think our whole lives... Please, people in Galveston, I love you. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> but our whole lives were conditioned on New York City. And, you know, you watch the, the ball drop. You, you see those things all the time. New Orleans, you hear about it all the time. So I think those invoke feelings uh, in Miami, people. Miami, the same way. Yeah. Whereas Galveston seems to me to be a very beautiful city to sail out of. You're this not being us, bombarded with. This is us backpedaling. <laughs> Very beautiful, very, very beautiful. Um, very beautiful. Yeah, all the best people come from Houston. <laughs> it's actually the prettiest city I've ever seen. No, but I think the the yeah. fact of the matter is is that Disney has tried these alternate yep. cruise ports to get their feeling of where people would sail out of. And I think things like San Diego has proved popular, especially when you're going to do that before going to Alaska. That's a great place to put the yep. boat, things like that. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with New Orleans. I mean, maybe they'll keep going back. Maybe they won't. Maybe they'll go somewhere else. And they have to keep trying places because they're going to have yeah. new ships soon. I don't think that's going to be a problem. I think something's going to Asia. Oh, I think so, too. Oh, absolutely. I would be, yeah, I'd be shocked if it yeah. didn't. Because remember that in the beginning they announced two ships, and then all of a sudden there was a third ship, but it was kind of in the middle. The release date was going to be kind of in the middle of the first two. And I think a ship basing itself in Asia is purpose built from the beginning to be in that market. There's unique features about it. I remember, I think it was one of the Royal Caribbean ships. They decided to move from Asia back and they had to retrofit and change. I think it was a celebrity ship. Was it a celebrity? Yeah. It was one of them. We went on one of those ships where the casino was like in a glass box in the middle of the ship. And I can't remember which one it was, but it was, it had been designed to appeal to the Asian market. And so I think right from the beginning, you would build a ship with the intent that it's going to Asia. Can't imagine them not taking advantage of the Asian parks. It seems silly, wouldn't it? It's like so crazy. It's funny. If when and if I go back to Asia, it would be on yeah. a cruise ship like this. Yeah, I agree. And listen, other cruise lines have pioneered it. You know, Royal Caribbean has specific sailings that are. Yeah. You can do whole, like three years on a Royal Caribbean yeah. ship and go all through <laughs> Southeast Asia and around Australia and up to Alaska and back and then to Canada. Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> It's like they've cornered that market. I think they just put the boat in neutral and let the currents take them. Is that what they do? The Gulf Stream. We got on a cruise from Sydney to Honolulu, and there were people who had been on for two months. And this was, you know, the fifth leg of their trip. And I thought, well, that's awesome. Yeah. I think, uh, too, other cruise lines have pioneered that area. And Disney will completely ignore what they've done. Exactly. <laughs> As they do, right. As they do. Disney will be like, oh, look, those people, really, they've got it figured out. Let's do this. Right, exactly. <laughs> Disney likes to reinvent the wheel often, and sometimes too much success, sometimes not so much. Eventually, I think they figure it out. So we'll see what they do with this one. But I agree with you. I think for sure one of the ships is going to be over there. I would there. not be surprised to see two of them go there. Possibly. I don't know if they would do it right away, but I could. I think eventually there'd be a market for it for sure. I think they're going to put – I wouldn't be surprised if they put two new ships in Port Canaveral, the three and four night and the seven. Those are the most popular sailings no right. matter what else they do. Right. Um, probably maybe one permanently based on the West Coast. Yeah. It'll be interesting. It'll be. It'll be fun. So we want to remind folks, if you're interested in 2021 or 2020 sailings, get in touch with your Dreams Unlimited Travel agent or write to us, um, John at Dreams Unlimited Travel, Kevin at Dreams Unlimited Travel, or Tracy H at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. We will get you to the right person. We'll make sure that you get your shipboard credit. We'll make sure you get your gift bag. And uh, What's the gift bag called? The thing's... I put in it because I thought they were pretty. No, I know it's not it either. Not like that. Um, the things you didn't know you needed on a cruise basket. There you go. All right. And um, 
What I want to say one more thing, and you interrupted me. Now I have to start from the beginning. Like from the beginning of the show? From the top. From leaving our house. Hi, everybody. <laughs> really? Tracy's back. <laughs> Tracy's back. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. But yes, <laughs> book your 2021 Sit Cruise now. Book early. It is going to be your best price. And if you're still interested in 2019 or 2020, we definitely are seeing good availability and good pricing on those cruises. So thank you guys very much for helping me with this conversation. God knows I needed it. Thank you, everybody at home, for listening and watching. We hope you have a great week, and we hope you have a great vacation.